Today we are going behind an internet urban legend, pulling the curtains back a bit, to learn more about the man behind an internet urban legend, Charlie No-Face. We've got a little bit of everything in today's story. A real story of a real man, an urban legend, and... Dun, 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 a ghost. We have it all, but most importantly, listen, we may have another road trip by the end of this. <laughs> we do. Our list is piling up, I honestly. Know. So little time and so many destinations. <laughs> I am excited for this one. I typically like our episodes that are more rooted in reality. I had never heard of Charlie No Face before you brought it up as a topic for the podcast, and I find it fascinating. Sort of the origins of to your point, an urban legend. This is like our meta episode. Like it's not talking about something that's necessarily scary in and of itself, but scary nonetheless. We're gonna get into it, I'm excited. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your evidence expert, believer in all things spooky, ready for quite the IUL episode today. We've got an interesting one on our hands. This is our Rick and Morty moment. We have never gotten, I don't think, so meta to talk about. Like We've talked about people who have written Internet Urban Legends, but never one that organically came about like this. I'm Eleanor. Hello. I'm your skeptic. I'm excited for today. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But as usual, you guys are along for the ride, and we're glad to have you. Today, we're talking about a really interesting story. I mean, this story has real roots about a real man who really existed like a hundred years ago, Mm -hmm. but it honestly has turned into such a viral internet urban legend. And it's going to be, I think, really interesting to see what this person went through, first and foremost, like the Mm -hmm. things that he went through in his very real life, how the internet took this story and ran with it, as they always do, and how it's just kind of devolved into madness. Take me there. Mm, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like... What the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon.
1918, a then eight-year-old boy named Raymond Robinson was living in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, and he suffered a major electrical accident. Luckily, of course, he survived, but he lost his eyes, a part of his nose, his lips and ears were disfigured, and he lost his left arm from the elbow. So this was a really big accident for Mm -hmm. such a young kid, especially. And following the incident, because people are the absolute freaking worst, he was just aggressively bullied by the community, by, it's said, by friends, his own family, people around the town. Oh, no. The photos that we've seen of Raymond, and there's one in our brief that pops up from time to time. It's so interesting because before learning this story, I assumed this was a photoshopped image. Mm. I think it is photoshopped in the sense that the one we have in the brief, Mm -hmm. it looks like the background was added in. Absolutely. I've actually noticed this, that like if you look up this man, like the images are only startling really because like people have superimposed him into, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to talk about it later. He takes walks at night. So like a road at night, but it's, the imagery is evocative of like something that would be scary just because yes. of like the way he's edited into the background. Like very overexposed, like it's just like a flash on his face. I mean, and then it's these really crisp, clear backgrounds. That's totally what it is. It feels mm-hmm. like uncanny because it feels so realistic that you assume it's photoshopped. Isn't that weird? You don't think it's a photo from someone from like the 1930s whenever exactly. he would have been an adult man. So following this incident, people began to bully him and he only really felt comfortable like leaving his house at night. As far as I understand, Raymond was kind of like a hermit and he understandably so did not really leave his house during the day just, you know, to stay away from people. So if he wanted to get out, if he wanted to get some exercise, he would stretch his little legs at night. And it's said that Raymond was a super nice guy. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was lovely. But the scariest part of today's episode is the way that people react to something that they don't understand, I think. Like, that is going to be the major takeaway. I get livid when I think about how people treated this poor man. So he stretches his legs at night. He only goes on walks at night as to not, like, be bothered by people. And he would walk on Route 351 for the most part. Once this began, he kind of became a bit of an urban legend to both, you know, his town where people talked about him to the surrounding towns. And you know how it starts. It's like one person says one thing and then it's like a game of telephone Mm -hmm. where it evolves and evolves and evolves and evolves. So I can only imagine the stories floating around that made people think to do something this freaking creepy, but everyone, thousands of people, decided to drive down Route 351 at night in hopes of catching glimpses of Raymond, just walking. My God, so demented. Like, that's you're stalking somebody. Oh, yeah. You're literally stalking someone. Fully. I mean, he's literally just trying to walk. Like the most basic form of just like trying to live your life outside of the public eye on an abandoned road at night. Leave him alone. Literally leave him alone. Leave him alone. You are such a creep. And these people did not have good intentions. It's said that some people, only some people were nice and they would offer him like beer and cigarettes and talk with him and stuff. Mm -hmm. But to every nice person, there were like really nasty people who would further the rumors even more. One legend that spread about Raymond was that cigarette smoke would come out of odd holes in his face. 
which just added to the hysteria. And it's like, even if that's true, uh, shut up. Just shut yeah, up. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I have to imagine. Well, actually, I was going to say I have to imagine a lot of this was like kids and teens, but also right. adults are really mean as well. Like adults are equally cruel. I don't know why my inclination is to like give them the benefit of the doubt that this was like down to immaturity. People are just rude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like when we talk about thousands of people at this point in time driving down that exact road in hopes of catching a glimpse of this person, they can't all be teenagers. And (laughs) listen, humanity, have we come that far since then? I really don't know. But at least like this is just this is the part that scares me about this story is how mean people can be, how nasty they can be to somebody that looks different from them or that like we just don't understand. It really stinks. But from there, of course, hundreds of urban legends have come out about Raymond, who was eventually coined. And I really don't know if this was against his own will. Like, I don't know if he was good with this, like whatever. But he was coined Charlie No-Face or the Green Man. It's thought that he was coined the Green Man because probably of the ways that lights on cars would shine on his face. (laughs) Some people even said, maybe he's a ghost. I just... Maybe he's a ghost. Like, people knew who he was, right? Right. I mean, it was huge news. Like, he's just a guy. He's literally just a dude who suffered a huge, huge traumatic incident at eight years old. Exactly. Let's talk about this. Like, eight years old, this man goes through a traumatic incident. Medical science is not what it is today. I can only imagine how deeply traumatizing this must have been, how painful it must have been. Then to have to go through life in all of this pain with all of these struggles and just be a nice person throughout all of that. Like he was just a nice dude and people treat him like a freak show. It really is sad. It's also to your point, it's just kind of hard to believe how, right. like, the number of people that, to the two of us, and I'm sure to anybody listening at home, is just, like, not funny or entertaining. Exactly. Like, someone taking a walk. <laughs> you know what Literally, I mean? Literally, a man taking a walk and you're stalking him. You're stalking him. I think that, like, to us listening, it's very much so, like, we understand why Raymond's appearance may have been startling, I guess, in 19-whatever, like 1920-something, 30-something, when he would have been an adult taking these walks. But we also know that that's not the way that we would act towards somebody. So it is just like, what are you doing? (laughs) So we're going to kind of steer away from Raymond, who seems like a lovely person, and I'm sure led a really hard life and God rest his beautiful little soul. And we're going to talk about kind of like the urban legends that spun off of this story. The internet has taken images of him and kind of just run wild. Like you said, photoshopped him into like kind of realistic, modern, startling backgrounds and made him into a weird creature of sorts. Like it's almost like he's become a cryptid, not because of him himself, but because of what the internet has like done with this man and with his appearance. So up next, we will dive into why social media has turned this real life man into an internet urban legend.
So we know that Raymond Robinson was a real person with a real life and all of that stuff that we talked about in the first chunk of this episode did happen to him. But that doesn't satisfy the web. This is internet urban legends. You know, we have to talk about (laughs) how things got completely spun out of control. People have claimed now that Charlie No-Face, as we know it, did not exist, just never existed. So they're like, Raymond, no, he wasn't real. So they've taken it upon themselves to create their own origin stories for him. This is sort of like demented, like completely dehumanizing someone. It is. I saw this part and I was like, wait. Is this going to be one of those episodes like where you learn that the person never did exist and like this is a twist ending where you're going to like pull the rug out from under me after I'm all bought in? But no, this is people doing the exact opposite. Raymond was a real person. I like looked up the Wikipedia article, very real. And people, like you said, are now turning him into a ghost, right? a spooky ookie. Like, yes, like an internet urban legend. I mean, it's like another Slenderman story, as kind of far-fetched as that may seem. Imagine Slenderman, but Slenderman was real. Like, Right, exactly. He's just a tall dude. It's kind of crazy to think about. So people claimed, of course, Charlie No-Face never existed. Raymond Robinson, who's that? They say, no, no, no. Charlie No-Face, well, he fell into a vat of acid, died, and now his ghost Wanders Route 351. This is our Rick and Morty episode. Suicide Squad. Tub of acid. (laughs) So it's believed in this urban legend, I guess. It does feel so strange to call it an urban legend when it's like we discussed his real story first. But Mm -hmm. then again, this has nothing to do with his real life. So maybe that's silly. But it said that Charlie No-Face is now a ghost that haunts Route 351 and a tunnel on that road specifically. And if you drive down that road at night, your headlights will bounce off of his face. And that's the whole thing. This isn't people thinking that Raymond, that this is Raymond's ghost. No, Like they think Charlie, because honestly, we've talked a lot on the podcast about where ghosts would go when they Mm -hmm. died in my Wikipedia search. Maybe another happy ending to this podcast is that Raymond actually lived to 74 and was like chilling, like and living with relatives until he like, exactly. He kept up his walks until the very end of his life. So if his ghost was going to go anywhere, it would be the road. Like if you were going to convince me that a ghost was tied to a place Raymond's ghost is certainly walking that same stretch that he lived like his entire outside the house life. But to clarify, this is people who like think Raymond never existed and the entirety of, okay, less cute. There is no like, I should clarify that there's no like haunted history about this road. It's not like people are like, Mm -hmm. if you drive the road at night, you'll see Raymond. It's like people have completely dehumanized like they've taken away his real story Mm -hmm. and now he's just like this person who wanders the road at night because he fell into a vat of acid and died okay the acid i don't understand but i don't know i don't either really like but (laughs) the internet is just dramatic People now take to the internet to generate more and more stories about Charlie No-Face. Some say for some reason that he's the devil. To back that up, I have absolutely nothing. 
They just say that he is the devil. Some say he's a ghost, which we've kind of discussed the quote-unquote theory around that. Mm -hmm. And others go so far as to say that he is the boogeyman. There are hundreds of Reddit threads claiming to have seen his ghost and others telling stories about when they actually met him in real life. What I found interesting about this story is you have a mixture of this almost creepypasta that was mm-hmm. written based on a person's looks intertwined with the real man's story. So when people are talking about, oh yes, if you go on Route 351, you'll see Charlie No-Face that has nothing to do with Raymond. You mm-hmm. also have on the same Reddit people like, yeah, I met Raymond. He was really nice. Like, it's really, really what? fascinating. Isn't that crazy? So they're just intertwined kind of. Yeah. Interesting. That's the internet, isn't it? There's like a little bit of truth, a little bit of fact, but then it's just completely spun out of control until you can <laughs> barely recognize it anymore. It's true. One story specifically about Raymond that I don't really think has any weight, it's just a theory, claims that he was hit by multiple cars, but lived through these experiences. And it just made him become more and more disfigured, I guess. Like, Interestingly, that's also on the Wikipedia. Oh, really? I mean, anyone can edit Wikipedia. So, like, again, hunk of salt as usual. That is true. But the fact that he was hit multiple times was also on the Wikipedia. I mean, honestly, I just assumed that that was, like, another part of the creepypasta lore, if you will. But, like, that would make a lot of sense, especially because people are driving specifically in hopes of seeing him. They're probably not paying attention. So maybe it is something that happened. But... In a great twist to the end of this story, (laughs) it has recently gone viral again on TikTok because it is a true story. And it's about someone who really lived and the most popular TikToks, thank God, are green screens of Raymond's face with people describing his real story. So I think that that's great. First off, I'm glad that if Mm -hmm. we're talking about Raymond, we're talking about like him and not like Charlie No-Face, quote unquote as he sort of became dubbed by the web. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's a much kinder and more accurate legacy. Of course. Than anything similar to the devil. The devil. The devil. The devil. I hate people. I don't know how to say this. Like with love and light, I will literally get into a time machine and beat your ass. Like, shut up. Leave (laughs) him alone. Just leave him alone. You know, one of my like kind of finale questions here was like, do we think that Raymond's ghost is haunting Route 351? And kind of to what you said, like if a ghost is going to be tethered to a place, it does make sense that he would just continue his walks. I'm sure that was a huge Mm -hmm. part of his life. And I'm glad that it wasn't something he stopped doing despite people being jerks. Mm -hmm. I agree. If ghosts are real and if Raymond has a ghost, that's where he'd be. I am convinced (laughs) of that. So what is so different about this urban legend being about a real person and why has it stayed viral long after him being dead? Is it the tie-in of his real story that people have built on? Has he been completely dehumanized by the internet until, I guess, just random spurts where people do tell his real story? It's kind of hard to say. I find it so interesting personally, not because of the creepypasta aspect of it, but because Mm -hmm. he was a real dude. And I think his real story is much more interesting. Fact is sometimes a lot more interesting than fiction. I agree. I think the almost uncanny nature of the images because of the way they're edited has probably aided in the virality lately. 
just because when you look at them, there is something just like, wait, something's off here. And it's like not his face. It's the fact that, like you said, the background is very crisp. Right. And he's not. And that's pretty much the only, those are the only type of images you can find of him. So I do wonder if that has led into it as well. But the fact that it is a real story is much more interesting than something like, you know, Jeff the Killer, which is intended to be creepy. Like Raymond was a real person who, in fact, was not creepy at all and just kind of led an interesting life. You know, some film producers, like some directors and filmmakers and everyone in the industry have said that they would love to create like a movie behind Raymond's real life. And I think that as long as his family think that he would like that, that that's a really cool idea and could kind of help to dispel some of like the creepypasta of the web talking about his real story. I think that would be really interesting. It seems like he led a really fascinating life, so. I'm always team documentary in these situations, I think. That's so true. I'm just wondering, like, how do you, like, fairly and appropriately cast for something like that? How do you portray something like that without, Mm -hmm. I would imagine, very much information about his life? You know what I mean? Like, unless Raymond wrote down his thoughts in some capacity. I almost don't want to see them portrayed by some actor, Mm -hmm. but I do think it would be really cool to do like a Netflix doc, Hulu, Amazon, someone scoop it up. Like someone tell the true story because those can go super viral too. Like we've seen tons of documentaries lately that have just, I mean, have become huge. I'd be here for that. What do you guys think about Raymond's story? I definitely think in this one, fact is more fascinating than fiction. How do we feel about what the internet has done with this real person's story? We would love to hear from you guys. So let us know all over social media by using the hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loweybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, and Ed Simpson from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Yumi Shin. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor, better known as Snitchery. AKA the gruesome twosome.